Welcome to Music City Horror. Um, I am your host, Eli Fitz. Um, I have four co-hosts with me. Um, the lovely Kayla ba- uh, Babcock, Kayla Lindsay, um, Lena Stewart-Harrington, and Scott Karen. Um, so, yeah, so the show, um, we are going to meet weekly, hopefully, and just talk about everything horror-related. So, um, you know, review of movies, review of TV shows, um, you know, sometimes we'll just talk about classic movies that we liked growing up, um, could be about haunted houses, I mean, there's really no limits, um, it's just anything kind of horror-related. And um, the title obviously comes from we're in the Nashville area, so very appropriate. Um, <laughs> so for this first episode, we're just gonna kind of introduce ourselves, you know, talk a little bit about what we like about horror, what you know, maybe our earliest memories of a horror were, and um, kind of go from there. So I think up first is um, Kayla Babcock, who is gonna go by KB for the convenience of the show. Right, because it's not confusing enough to have. Kayla's. Um, so what was it that I, I had like what, how I got into horror and shit like that? I'm already cursing. Um, the first one to swear. Yeah. Swear jar. Um, (laughs) like, you know, introduce yourself and a little bit about you and then, you know, kind of either like your earliest memory of horror or like what kind of got you into horror, you know, as a genre. Okay. Sweet. There you go. Uh, we lost you. <laughs> yeah, it's you. Short and short and simple. Really? Did it already cut out? No, you're good. No, you're good. Oh, okay. Sorry. Sorry. That's right. Um, yeah. I'm. What's up? I'm the dog mom of the group, and I'm a makeup artist during the day mostly. I just like to hang out with dogs at night. Very interesting. Um, <laughs> So my introduction for her is actually kind of messed up. So as a kid, my mom and I would always go to the local, not Blockbuster, like the family-owned Blockbuster. And this guy that worked there, the guy that owned it, was a total dick. (laughs) (laughs) To actually steer me into the horror section because he knew I would start crying. So after about five years of that, I got old enough to not be scared anymore and I actually started watching the movies. So I think at one point I got I got enough and sassy enough as probably like like a ten year old child to mouth off to this guy because I started watching horror movies. So it took a lot of traumatizing to get me really into not being a piss baby about horror movies. Cause I was super afraid of Chucky. I was super afraid of Chucky. Um, it was, it was just a culmination of my love for Halloween and finally going up here. I've ever done. Cause horror is so much fun. And I don't know. I just, I went from, just kind of trying to desensitize myself as a 13-year-old. What a way to grow up. What a way to grow up. I mean, it sounds like the American dream, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I agree. Right. So now now I watch as much as I can, unless it involves bugs. 
Um, if we ever have a bug episode, you can count me out. <laughs> yeah. I will. I will take us about today. Yeah, buddy. A buddy of mine. We went to. Uh, well, the movie that we were talking about earlier. They showed Creep Show too, and there's that scene. You know, with the white apartment, and, and he's like, "Nope, can't handle it." Oh. And left. And, nope. <laughs> nope. And, uh, I I I don't. Amazing. I can handle just about anything when it comes to horror movies, unless it's bugs. Yeah. Even the part in like it's just the Temple of Doom with all the that's bugs my threshold. Yeah. Yeah. Oh can't yeah, I mean, I can usually, I can handle like scarab beetles. Oh, like the mummy. From, like the mummy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Brendan Fraser, but that, of course. Yeah. But that's yeah. that's about it for me. That's about it for me. So awesome. now, yeah, now I love it. Nice. Well, that was a pretty good first story. <laughs> Excellent. You're welcome. All right. So now I think we're going to go over to Miss Elena Stewart Harrington. Yes. Uh, so what got me into horror was my parents, believe it or not. So my dad was super into classic horror. He was more into like the Dracula and Frankenstein yes. and Wolfman. And my personal favorite, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Yes. So when I was a <laughs> child and we had a swimming pool, we had a little sign by the pool that said, Welcome to our ool. Notice there's no P in it. Nice. And it had a, had a picture of the creature on it. So that was kind of like my first. Nice. So cute. Yeah. Like, he's awesome. Um, and also, so my mom, she loves horror. She loves sci-fi. She also loves Stephen King. All Stephen King movies, books, everything. And she just told me this the other day that she read it for the first time when she was pregnant with me. Nice. So now, like, my whole 32 years <laughs> wow. of life makes so much more sense now. Um, but I've always loved Halloween. And growing up, you know, like Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark, I loved. I've got all, mm. all the Are You Afraid of the Darks on DVD. Um, bootleg versions, of course. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, I need this. <laughs> How did you get yeah, that? <laughs> um, also, like, uh, you know, progressing into high school and college, like AMC when they did their Fear Fest, which I feel like yes, you know, early 2000s, mm-hmm. like Fear Fest stuff was the bomb. Yeah. Uh, they're only maybe doing it for like now. a week this this year. It's pretty pretty. Oh, no, I hate that. Mm. Well, you know, like back in the day, Friday the Thirteenth on Friday the Thirteenth, they would show it all day long, and yeah, so I'd watch that. And yeah, loved that. Um, but another thing I wanted to touch on was like, have y'all read the Stephen King's his little essay on why we crave horror movies? Mm. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think so. I think I saw it, but I, I didn't read it. It's just about how, like, you've got the alligators in your brain and how, like, horror movies are, like, feeding the alligators and you want to keep the alligators fed. So, Mm. I feel like that's part of it, too. (laughs) Well, he's a smart guy. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Cool. All right. Well, I think we're going to go to Scott now. Mr. Scott Kieran. Um, Okay. Well, I don't know if... I I really just gravitated towards horror movies. I'm just sort of a horror, paranormal, dark kind of lover, um, whether it's books or anything, but I love horror movies. Um, I think it kind of started, and I'm going to try to keep this short, but as Eli asked me to start thinking of what got me into it, I was like, you know, I, I don't really remember what first horror movie I saw, but I've always liked being scared. And the first thing I can remember being scared of is, I grew up in a town in western Pennsylvania, and there was uh, coal mines that literally were strewn underneath our towns. 
And um, I lived on top of a hill, and there was this makeshift sort of, we called them the stairs going down to the lower section of the town, and you had to walk through these woods and everything. And there was this one creepy house that, as far as I can remember, was abandoned right in the middle of these steps. And right outside that was an old uh, rescue shaft for one of the mines, and it was this old doorway that just kind of went into nowhere and always creeped the bejeebus out of me. So every time I go by that, I'd run. And then once you get past that uh, that sort of rescue hatch, there'd be this old house, and then you'd run even faster. And it's um, that adrenaline rush just sort of stuck with me. And um, I loved uh, just, like, scaring myself, I guess. Um, <laughs> and uh, ironically enough, it was uh, that mine system, there was uh, – one of the entrances to it, we had this, what was called Torad Mine, and it was a actual operating mine back in the day, but then became a, uh, you could go through it, you could see how they coal mined and everything, and became the location for the remake of My Bloody Valentine. So uh, I, I was about I to love, say, I it kind of had so, fun. <laughs> so um, we actually ran a haunted house in that mine using a lot of their equipment and oh, sets and stuff God. they left. And my buddy to this day still works for, uh, he got his foot in the door with the film uh, uh, laborers, you know, the union guys that build the sets and everything when they were in town and he still works with them. And um, so I guess through all of that in this long roundabout way, I ended up just sort of immersing myself in this horror lifestyle. And uh, I, I love, I'm not really much of the uh, classic horror as much as the realistic horror. Like I love the horror of, like the human mind and the psychological mm-hmm. thrillers. So uh, I think listening so far, I think we're going to be a pretty cool uh, group because we all seem to have our different sort of niches we mm-hmm. like. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, that's kind of sort of me in a nutshell. Um, and we're really looking forward to, uh, yeah, to getting to know you guys and talking about some creepy stuff. Yeah. You also yes. have a magnificent beard. Don't forget that. Yes. Okay. Yes, you do. Very true. Yeah. You both do. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I'm one of those like I, I mine gets put to shame when I'm in the room with Scott. Um, he walks, he walks you know, out looking like a Viking, and I'm like, <laughs> well, "Cool." So that's Scott, um, and then we're gonna go to the second Kayla, uh, Miss Kayla Lindsay. Kayla too. Um, hi. Yeah, I'm a I'm a creepy librarian. I actually am a librarian. All, all the other librarians, whenever a kid's like, I like scary stuff, they say, Oh, go see Miss Lindsay. She knows exactly where to send you. So I'm like, Oh yeah. That's like the biggest this. compliment I've ever heard. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's so fun. Um, and I think I got into horror with the same entry points as a lot of people probably around our age with the goosebumps and are you afraid of the dark and kind of stuff that Lana mentioned earlier. And, um, I've always been drawn to the darker stuff and I really like supernatural is kind of my favorite kind of jam (laughs) with horror. Uh, I always like ghosts and vampires and possessions and creepy stuff, cults, all that. Um, but I think my really big moment was actually (laughs) when they started marketing the ring um, like the remake of it. And because I was obsessed with MTV, oh, of course, as a teenager, man, and, uh, they marketed it so well. And it was just like, unlike anything I'd ever seen before, just like the girl with the wet hair in her face. And it was so blue and gray. <laughs> and it was just so different from anything I had ever seen before. And I was just really terrified by it, but also really attracted to it. I just wanted to learn more. Um, about this kind of thing that I'd never really seen before. 
And about the same time, too, um, we started getting decent internet access in East Tennessee. And so I was able to research horror movies and find out a little bit more about the genre and find different movies that I should watch. And I think it's just a combination of the right time, the right age. I was starting to get smart enough to be like, oh, the same kind of analysis that I'm doing in English class with my teachers on books. I can also do that with movies too. Mm -hmm. Like that's that's more fun. Um, And so I was able to kind of look at it in a different way and look a little bit deeper into something that people always just kind of think is something silly and goofy and not serious. And, you know, sometimes it is and it's really fun. And sometimes you can dig a little deeper and uh, learn a lot from it and look at our own fears in society in a different new way. And I think the ring really brought that out in me, which is kind of maybe unusual, but yeah, I still get creeped up <laughs> thinking yeah. about That's awesome. no, wait, it. It's, it's, not, like, it's no, actually not unusual at all. It's not mm-hmm. unusual. Cause the, I felt like the ring kind of a big gateway movie for me too. And I don't know mm-hmm. if it's just our, like, because we were like born at similar times. So we were like at that right. right age to really experience, finally experience a horror movie in the theater. Because like, if you were under 18, you couldn't go. And I remember yeah, like my parents had to drive me. You know? Right. Like right. I remember, I remember sneaking into Texas chainsaw massacre <laughs> with my friends. That's a whole other story. But, um, <laughs> You know, I remember seeing the ring in the theater and I was able to get in. Mm, I think mm-hmm. maybe it was like 17, maybe not 18, but I think it was like you had to be like 17. So uh, that was kind of a gateway movie for me, too. Like, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I totally feel that. I felt like that that was like really marked the the time in my life that I could really actually go see a horror movie. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have to wait yeah. for it to come out on, you know, deep. <laughs> No, what did DVD exist back then? I don't know. Um, Yeah, no, I definitely definitely don't think that that's weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, we just watched, my husband and I just watched that not too long ago. It's still. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, this is just so well made and the acting's so good. And Mm -hmm. wow, this is just really cool. Well, I think think it's also like, and, you know, we'll, we'll probably touch on this on a future show, I hope, but. You know, there's, I think Scott mentioned it, but you know, there's so many types of horror, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I mean, you have something like Shaun of the Dead, which is kind of a comedy. And then you have, you know, one of the things that I've always been kind of obsessed with is how you have like the PG Halloween and then you have the R rated Halloween, you know, and, Mm, or horror, I should say both of those apply. Um, you know, you have the, you know, wearing a mask and trick or treating and pumpkins and everything's fine. And then you have the adult gory blood and all that kind of stuff. And it's just, you know, they're both, they're on the same coin. It's just different sides, you know? So, um, I think that's a, that's a cool, you know, like Scott said, we, we all kind of like different horror. So I think that's kind of a cool thing to touch on. Cause there's so many different kinds of horror, you know, some people, there's even people now that are saying like, it wasn't a horror movie and you know, get out wasn't a horror movie. And it's just like, whatever, you know, how, Dude, you know, what, what gives the hardcore me... fans love, you know, the, some of the topical, like, well, it's not really horror. Like, okay. <laughs> gives me an entire episode just on sci-fi horror. <laughs> sci-fi horror. Yes. 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 Sci-fi like... horror and exorcism horror. Like that's where I shine. That's where I get like super passionate about it. Got it. Cool. Well, okay. Well, welcome you four. Thank you for agreeing to do this crazy thing with me. Um, for the people listening, um, 
I mean, we're all kind of strangers. Uh, some of us know each other, but like we don't all know each other. And we just kind of <laughs> threw invites out there and everyone was pretty gung-ho. So that's, that's what we're doing. Um, yeah, my, but uh, my name is Eli and it was kind of my you know idea to get all this started. Um, so luckily I have the four um, picking up my slack. Um, mine is kind of, um, kind of a combination of what Scott said. Um, you know, I kind of, uh, uh, my stepdad was like the king of, of, of scaring me. Um, we had, a um, we had a scarecrow on our front porch for Halloween and he came home early from, uh, work one day and dressed up in it. And my mom and my brother and I had come home. And we were about to open the door and he jumped up. And I mean, literally my, I mean, it was white. My face like flashed before my eyes, like just, you know, and it really, it was more like I thought my mom was in danger. And I mean, like Mm. an hour of shaking, crying, like no joke. (laughs) And then about a year before that, for some reason I had watched, uh, my parents were watching uh, Blackula and um i walked in and i've always liked like the old school stuff like lena said like i had one year i dressed up as uh, dracula one year i dressed up as wolfman and had all this fake hair on my face i think i was a phantom of the opera one year so i was freddy so i mean like i've always kind of liked you know that kind of stuff so I, i was watching it and my dad had put a uh a dummy on on the bed and we had those do you remember those old school like the decorations of like Dracula's face, you know, that you could put like Mm -hmm. tape on your wall and stuff. And Mm -hmm. he had one of those on the pillow and a candle beside it. (laughs) So I just walked by it and I'm like, Oh my God. And And I'm like, I mean, there's scratches on the wall and he throws me on the bed and I like hit it and completely bounce right off. So, (laughs) so it's kind of like Scott said, it's that whole, like, you know, it petrified me, but then I was like, cool, do it again. You know? Um, and then it was that whole like um you know you know you're not supposed to watch it but you know like i was over at an older cousin's house and um he had, he was watching lost boys and then left the room so i just sat there and watched lost boys you know so i think it's that kind of like that you know it's that edge you know it's like the i think that's why you know um horror and like metal and like punk and like all these quote-unquote outside the norms think that's why they all kind of go hand in hand because it's you know maybe you know a little dangerous or you're not supposed to do it or it's like subversive or you know any of that kind of stuff so of course that mm-hmm. I, I wanted all of it that i could get so you know mm-hmm. so um but yeah that's that's been it from since then you know um we we're talking about the the um uh, when um the amc um the fear uh, marathon. They used to, it used to be really awesome, and I loved watching that all all the you know every Halloween and even like in the nineties, like uh, Up All Night on USA, and then um, Monster Vision with uh, Billy Bob on USA. Oh, yes. mm-hmm. I mean, I watched so much. I mean, it was edited, of course, but so many awesome movies just on normal TV. So it just kind of added mm-hmm. to it, you know, um, from there. So, so that's kind of me in a nutshell i guess <laughs> so um so that's that but um yeah so for this episode you know we kind of just wanted to make introductions and um but we did want to at least talk a little bit about something so you know the big thing in horror right now is the movie it um 
Um, I think right now, I don't know if I was talking to Scott about it, but it's, it, I think they said it officially is the highest grossing um, horror movie of all time. It just surpassed The Exorcist. Mm. So it's, it's a blessing is what it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a blessing. I was, I was skeptical. I'm, I'm a, you know, I, I don't like a lot. Well, I'm okay. I'll go ahead and put this out there right now. I, I'm, I'm about as anti CG as you can get. Like I, I loathe CG movies. <laughs> so when they redo all this stuff and it's all, it's not practical anymore. Like I'm just out. I don't want anything to do with it. So, you know, when they want to redo all of these classic movies and they fluff it with that stuff, I just, I don't want anything to do with it. And so when they announced they were doing it and it was going to be R rated, I was like, okay, that's fine. But you know, they, they, they changed directors, they bumped the schedules back. And so I just, I really had a bad feeling about it, but I mean, it was almost perfect. I mean, it was like really, really yeah. good, you know? Um, so good. But I think that, so the topic we were going to talk about is um, the, the quote unquote resurgence of horror and you know, how, you know, to the horror, us, you know, the people that watch it on the reg, um, you know, it hard and it doesn't really go away. You know what I mean? So, um, um, how do, how, how do we segue into that? What's a good way to, um... <laughs> well, like I was thinking like, what do y'all think is the, before this, the best horror movie you've seen in theaters before that? Uh, well, I did see yeah. the, the witch when it came out, hmm. um, much yeah. smaller. Yeah. But oh yeah, so that was excellent. great. I didn't see that in theaters, but I loved it. It was so, it was truly so excellent, and I was really excited because a lot more people were in the theater when I went than I expected there to be. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think shows the power of social media is that people, horror fans like us who are really into it, see that something like that is coming out the pipeline, and you know mm-hmm. try to get our friends and family excited about it, and people that we might um, talk to on social media, and then you know, just kind of spreads from there. And I feel like horror fans really want to see those kind of good quality movies succeed. Um, Mm -hmm. So we really, really feel like work hard uh, to support it and to get other people to support it too. Cause we know we'll we'll get more good quality stuff if we support it with money. So Mm -hmm. I feel like that's a big part of it too. And see, that's a a good example though, because you know, it's kind of, you know, you don't, not every horror movie is going to do what it just did. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's always profitable. And I mean, you look at, you know, paranormal activity, I think it costs like a hundred grand to make, and then it grossed like 500 million bucks or something. I mean, yeah. So I mean, studios, they, they want to do horror flicks cause it's super cheap. You know, they can get no name mm-hmm. actors, you know, all that kind of stuff. But you know, it, it takes an event like, it to like shatter box off records and they say, Oh, right. well, horror's back. But then you have something like the witch or you have the Babadook or you have, you know, mm-hmm. even well, get out was a huge hit too, but you know, mm-hmm. you know. to be fair, the Babadook was Australian. So a lot Very of people true. didn't really know anything about it. It also That's was true. directed uh, by until it got on Netflix. Right. 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 Yeah. Which so, is another conversation so that will be a topic in, in one of our other shows because that, that badass female true. directed that one. That's true. But I mean, let's get real. We we have went through a really really long period of time where horror is shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think yeah. that a lot of like the remakes they did, the Freddy remake, all of the later like franchise movies, they just they did mostly have CGI. Mm-hmm. Like throwing back to you know where we where we were talking about CGI, and and I feel like they they started thinking more about quantity than quality. Mm-hmm. 
which is a huge mistake. Um, they, they stopped caring about the script. Um, Mm. they stopped, they started caring about how everybody looked and, and how this, that's like where the body, you don't have to, you don't have to put (laughs) a lot of money into it. Uh, Well, I mean, for real, for real. I mean, we, you know, we don't get these big blockbuster horror movies. Horror movies were up until the past couple of years. And, and there's a whole, there's a whole like, you know, way of thinking out there that a lot of people got so accustomed to jump scares as, as horror to them. Yes. Yeah. Not shit that just, right. Like I I read this whole article about loud noises, unnecessary loud, unnecessary loud noises on horror movies and about how that's where they would, that you would feel scared. So you would come out of the the theater satisfied, but you're not really scared. You Mm -hmm. just got startled. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like the haunted house. Like it's, it's, it's four minutes and then boom, you know, but yeah, I think it's, um, I mean, it's, you know, going back to, to Kayla's question or no, Lana's question. Um, I mean, I saw get out and I I would consider split a a horror movie to be honest with you. I mean, it was, it was, was you know, Um, but yeah, definitely psychological horror. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And James McAvoy was unbelievable. That's if he's not nominated for some awards next year, I mean, that movie was something else. Yeah. Um, but, you See, know, I've, there there was a time when, you know, especially like the 80s into the 90s where, you know, you would get a really big budget horror movie. I mean, even if people didn't watch, you know, like Wes Craven's Wishmaster. I don't think mm. I've ever seen that at all, but that was like a big movie in the middle 90s, you know. And um, sure. So now, yeah. you know, to get something like it, which is a, obviously a little bit bigger budget and it to do what it did, you know, but mm-hmm. um um, yeah, it's kind of, I think what, what KB was saying, like, you know, a lot of the movies, I mean, it might've stopped around, you know, 2000 before 2004, you know, since, since then, yeah. you know, they all kind of have the same, you know, dark, um, you know, lens tone and they all have the, 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 like the, the low deep music that's creepy and just, you know, it's, it's all kind of like a, a paint by numbers. It's all, it's kind of the same thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, when you have something like, um, you know, um, Devil's Rejects, which is definitely like a throwback and kind of sleazy and, you know, um, <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's different, you know, it's not doing what everything else is doing. And that's, you know, that's why like the slasher movies were such a big hit because they weren't like anything that was going on right at that point. So, you know, Michael Myers and Jason and Freddie, they were all different and that's why they became, you know, kind of like screen legends and all that kind of stuff so um mm-hmm. it's always weird when you see the you know kind of uh well like once the slasher thing hit you start having all the copycats and then <laughs> you know once scream hit you start having all the copycats and then even the ring a little bit because like the grudge was mm-hmm. you know, not the same but similar you know japanese yeah. and, uh, horror horror always comes in waves yes to me yeah it always Mm -hmm. comes in waves and and it helped that this particular movie already kind of had a following oh yeah because of the book and because of the fact that it's stephen king which you know we'll do a whole episode on i'm so excited (laughs) because that means research i haven't watched this in years oh so good i've always the one the one stephen king movie i always rewatched was it 
every, I mean, yeah. I, at least once or twice a year, I would yeah, rewatch. Me too. Um, it scared me, even though it's kind I rem- of silly. I remember when it came on. I've never had a fear of clowns. I've never had a fear <laughs> of clowns, but I I always loved Tim Curry. <laughs> um, and I, I think mean, uh, Tim, Tim Curry whole, can be I, Donald I Trump. I remember being one hundred percent. But I I remember Stephen King being like near and dear to a lot of our generation. Oh, sure. Um, Let me interject this story, but, just because if I don't tell you, I'll, I'll, it'll drive me nuts. So when I was about one, I got right. attacked by a dog. He bit oh. me underneath my eye and ripped the skin down to my jaw, and I, like, I had to have plastic surgery and. Holy shit. Yeah, it was a big thing. Um, So, of course, when I was four, I watched Cujo. Of course. Of course. um, (laughs) It took a long time. And, I mean, that, like, to my core. Like, I mean, I I, I couldn't be around dogs. Like, it was almost like they sensed it. Like, oh, he got got chewed up. We're going to, you know. And so it took me Um, probably 15 years before. Oh, I could um, imagine. But that was Mm kind of going back to one of the, you know, earliest memories of horror. So, sorry, go ahead. But I think where where it really, um, the newer version really benefited from was the the first iteration was a, a TV miniseries. Yeah. So they couldn't oh, yeah. show that horror that you can see on TV today. So yeah. it was really watered down, and they they really got to, um, you know, to multiply that and really make it a thing of nightmares with the new um, with the new film. I mean, the, just the, I don't know if it's just me. How many do you, any of you have kids other than me? No? Okay, well, great. Um, <laughs> there's something with kids getting hurt that really just disturbs me. Not disturbs me, I mean, I can... But it just sort of hits you in a different spot. And the, the scene where... Um, where uh, Oh, God, his name's slipping me right now. The, the, the Georgie. Georgie? George. Yeah. Um, Georgie gets his arm ripped off. Georgie! Sorry. Spoilers. Oh, dude. Spoilers. It's pretty, um, pretty brutal. <laughs> like, and I was just like... Oh my God, you know, just tugged at me. And I was, I was sitting there thinking, I was like, you know, back when the first one came out, they couldn't even imagine doing this. It helped that that kid, even though I've I've actually an aversion to children, it helped that that kid was adorable. Right. Why? So cute. Yeah. He was well, they did the bait and switch. You know, like they're in the bedroom, they're having the sweet brother thing, and like I, you don't. I've really... watched that movie so many times, and all I can remember, all I can remember is him looking in the little uh, drain pipe, and he goes, "Well, I gotta get going now." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so sad. It's so cute. No, it's so and then it, and then Bill's gonna kill you. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> But this, I, I, this piggy, oh, sorry, this yeah. piggybacks on that, what Scott was just saying. Part and this will be another episode, so we're, we keep exposing potential, right? Episodes, right. You know, but um, <laughs> you know, I love Halloween three. Like I, <laughs> right? I mean, I might hold it, that it, it might be my <laughs> number two to be honest with you. Um, but it's that same thing. Like they're killing kids. Like that's the whole point. Like that's right. like and and you know that's such a to me, that's so much more malicious than Michael Myers. He's like kind of the, the mindless right. zombie killer because like they're like, and it's like, a, a, like a, 
maniacal plan like hey let's let's fuck with them on halloween and kill them like that's it's just you know and i I watched it as an adult um i never saw it when i was a kid and so kind of like what scott was just saying like just the fact that that's the target like they're killing kids on on the reg you know so Mm -hmm. um yeah Yeah. i think that that definitely added to the to the impact of of it for sure um yeah but you look at i mean it's been said over and over again there's no original content being generated these days you look at all these shows that are coming back that are like you know oh let's bring back such and such or let's do a remake of this and yeah exactly and i think that's I don't want to say those those fail at that spot, but they they don't get to kick it up that extra notch of, <laughs> of killing kids. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know it, we've just gotten to that point. So where metal, we, metal. Yeah, we we can watch that now and handle that without people protesting outside. Um, and I think that's pretty cool that you know they they took it to that level of that crossing over that line of of mm. killing a kid, you know, violently hurting a kid on on screen. So. Yeah. Well, I think piggyback off and what, what what Kayla was saying, you know, there's there's always horror, and there there are, you know, what I would say big budget horror, and then there's the art horror, you know, kind of like The Witch or The Babadook, or you know, um, I saw um, one about a month ago, the trans transformation or the trans. Figuration. It's a. It's like a vampire movie, but it's set in. Oh yeah, I I watched that one uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, you know, and I'd never even heard of it, but I looked at it and it won all these, you know, movie uh, um, awards and you know whatever. So, um, so I think it's like Scott was saying, like it's it, it 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 well, it does come in waves, but you know, it it doesn't really like the tide never goes away. You know what I mean? Like it's always there. Um, mm-hmm. You might have to go to like the, the independent, you know, movie theater to watch it and stuff like that. Um, um, I watched uh, Wolf Cop, which is just a comedy, but it's, you know, <laughs> cop that turns into a werewolf and it's awesome. Awesome. Love <laughs> um, your name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the slogan was here comes the fuzz. So it was incredible. <laughs> uh, That's incredible. I'd, I'd watch too it too. Yeah, uh, I have the Blu-ray if anyone wants to borrow it. So, um, oh, yeah. Awesome. But, um, group night, movie night. There we go. <laughs> we could, we could live, live tweet it while we watch it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's the, you know, I think that's kind of the underlying thing is that, you know, horror doesn't really go away and, you know, it gets, you know, like, for example, like last year, excuse me, when, um, Stranger Things came back on or came on, that kind of brought Stephen King back into the light, even though he didn't really have anything to do with it, but there was undertones and they used that font. And then mm-hmm. from, you know, from there, he's kind of had a renaissance, um, some good, some bad. And, um, <laughs> but, um. But yeah, so that's, uh, I mean, that's pretty much it. Um, we just uh, wanted to touch on the big, huge success that was it and, um, you know, give our two cents about there's not really a quote unquote resurgence because it didn't really go away. So, um. I mean, I definitely think that horror has gotten better within at least the past, I don't know, three or four years. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I, I agree. I feel like you have smaller studios coming up and streaming services like Shudder or even Netflix coming up with original content that are gathering up stuff that people that they will like. Basically, mm-hmm. they yeah. they know like mm-hmm. we can attract people to this um, and social media really helps bring good stuff to the top. Like it kind of weeds out all the crappy stuff and oh, yeah. all the good stuff rises up to the top. And I'll just, I'll plug real quick too. I saw the Babadook 
Oh, gosh. Um, I think it was one of the first showings in the U.S. It was at the Bell Court does the 12 Hours of Terror oh, here yeah. in Nashville. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's actually coming up in a few weeks, so if you get a chance to go, definitely go. It's so fun. And they showed it there, and everyone there was really excited, and I thought I was super cool being like the, oh, I know about this movie that no one's heard of because it's from Australia. <laughs> but everyone there was super excited <laughs> to see it and like yeah. raring to go, and it didn't even hit Netflix for maybe like two more years or so. Um, but we, you know, everyone who saw it loved it and we were all talking about it on social media for so long. And then when it comes up on Netflix, you know, I can force my parents to watch it. It's, uh, um, it's, we've got all kinds of brand new ways to access stuff that otherwise we would have never been able to see or studios would be like, I'm just going to put out the same like gross crap that we've always put out for Mm. years and years. Um, but I feel like we're finally forcing them to make good content with our money and demanding good stuff um which is really good well it's like kb said i mean even like you know 10 years ago like i wouldn't even have given like the conjuring a second look you know what i mean right but i mean Mm -hmm. like those movies are fun like they're yeah you know they 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 look like they're in the 70s and the performances are great and you know it's Mm -hmm. like some of those like one take like camera shots and stuff are just unbelievable you know but it's Mm kind of like you said like like bloom house like they're they're quote unquote small, but like they're backing all of these just hits after hits after hits to where they're not kind of considered a major player, you know, especially in horror. Sure. Um, but, um, I mean, let it, let us not forget that a few years we got evil dead and that I feel like was such a gateway to like the resurgence of horror on it. Yeah, it was actually a remake for once, you know. It's like, oh, this one. Dude, that movie, I I have never walked out of a movie and like actually stood up and clapped after it was done and like (laughs) walked out in such a good mood. The only three movies that have ever done that for me, well, I don't care. I don't count Harry Potter. That's another story. You should. Um, should It's kind of hard. Mad Max, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Evil Dead. Evil Dead, I think I ended up seeing four or five times in the theater. Well, I think the thing they did smart with that is it wasn't really a remake per se. You know, it was kind of like like a kind of came out and said it's kind of almost like a spiritual sequel kind of a deal. Sure. I think I think doing that was enough to. Because, like, they can put any story in that universe they want, and I'll watch it, you know? It doesn't have to oh, be Ash. Yeah. Like, I don't care. But, yeah, it was and it was brutal, man. Like, it was, like, it was. I was not <laughs> expecting it to really... Because, you know, the, the Evil Dead, you know, the first trilogy, of course, like, it's gory, but it's kind of, like, goofy gory, you know? Like, it kind of... You know, when I was watching it as a kid, it almost reminded me of like Pee Wee's Playhouse. Like it was kind of, you know, is it's it, you know it's, it's gross, but it's kind of goofy. Yeah. The, the remake was not. <laughs> it was not goofy. Um, mm. So um, it rains blood. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, and some of them, you know, I they, definitely think that. I definitely think that that movie for me was kind of a precursor to all this box office horror movie we would eventually start getting. Yeah. Yeah, I think I, I was thinking about it too. This is kind of an unpopular opinion, but I don't care. Um, I really, I really like the uh, the Friday the Thirteenth remake. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, the Derek is it Derek Mears or Derek Myers, the guy that played Jason. Like he was phenomenal, and you know to 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 play that part as good, if not better, than Kane Hodder is like a, a miracle. And mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the story was kind of crap. I get it. You know, it's kind of like they combined. <laughs> 
like five movies into one, but just his performance alone was, I think, worth it, you know? Um, but, you know, but then you also, like, a year later, you had the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, which was kind of garbage. So, oh, trash. <laughs> oh, trash yeah. garbage. So, you know. Yeah. And it's kind of like you would think by now New Line would, you know, because they did it, um, that they would be like, cool, time to cash in on Freddy again. But I you know, <laughs> um, haven't really heard anything from that. So, um, but yeah, I think, I, um, I think I'll be oh. really interested to see what takes us. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It, I mean, it, it could either go like more quality stuff or like one of y'all were saying earlier, it's going to be the same cutting corners and. You know, oh, we just got to throw a clown in there and we're, we're good to go. You know, just, you know, doing it cheap and lazy and stuff like that. So, um, you know, you kind of have for a while, like, you know, you have Scream and then you have like, you know, I know what you did last summer, which is also kind of fun. And then you have, even Urban Legend, I think, was pretty decent. But then from there, all the all the other knockoffs are just like it just keeps, you know, subtracting and subtracting and subtracting. So, mm-hmm. um, what you didn't like Final Destination 14? I was about to say, <laughs> I, listen, guys, I was about to say, can we have a whole episode that we just talk about Final Destination? Final Destination. <laughs> the finalist. <laughs> Some girl uh, on my feed today, she actually. Um, a mattress came off of a truck in front of her and hit her car. What? It was, it was fine because it was a mattress, yeah. but still, I was like, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> yeah. I remember in yeah. high school watching, I think, maybe three of those movies the night before I had to wait for it, cheerleading practice. Um, so... What? I got on the interstate. I got on the interstate with one of my friends the next morning, and we pulled up behind a log truck. Oh, I no. have never been so scared no. in my life. <laughs> it was no. horrific. So yeah, I think oh, like God. that experience right there, that kind of gets into what Scott was talking like a, um, like a real horror, like yeah. that, that really could happen. You know what I mean? Well, I watched, I watched yeah. the descent for the first time before the night before going <laughs> for the first time. Stop. That's one of my favorites. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it, let me tell you, I never weaseled through a little so fast in my life other than like, mm-hmm. you know, seeing those alien creatures or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I Creeping just, I, yourself I to, uh, out is so much fun though. Right. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah, it is. I think who somebody was about to say something. Mm-hmm. Okay. I was going to say, uh, story? I was gonna say <laughs> speaking of urban legend, I always check my back seat anytime I, before I get in my car. Yeah. Oh, for <laughs> sure. Well, it's anything. Like yeah. even I was watching, I think it was child's play too. And Chucky was in the back and killed that dude. And I was like, I mean, oh. I don't have a doll in my back, but I'm still going to check it. Right. Yeah. You're going to look at really cool, you know, like a big ax or yeah. Chucky or something. Maybe that's or, a good for another yeah. one. Uh, you know, like what are the the, the, the things <laughs> that that you know really impacted us that we're terrified of in the everyday yes. world? Oh, sure. So yeah. I um I freaked myself out the other night to the point where I laid in bed until about two o'clock in the morning, uh, thinking about how there was only one entrance and one exit in my apartment. <laughs> And let me tell you, this is a, this is actually going to tie back in with um, my experience with it. Um, I have now seen that movie probably six times. Oh, is that um, th- three in the th- <laughs> three in the theater, 
And then I was telling Kayla about this earlier, and we got so, like, we got so fucked up over it. Um, I downloaded this horrible torrent of a cam for it because I was like, you know what? I want to fold laundry, and I want to watch I want to watch Pennywise. So I downloaded this not thing. Not in first piracy, by the way. No, like, no, not at all. This was completely legal. I just, I just found it. I just found it. It's fine. Um, so anyways, to deter from that, that little tidbit, I downloaded this horrible cam that had audio that would switch between English Spanish oh, and no. I think Russian, oh, <laughs> and I still watched all of it. Yeah, <laughs> so I've seen it about six times, but I got to a point where I was watching it too much that I laid in bed and thought about how there was only one entrance and exit uh, to my apartment. Because <laughs> naturally, my husband was out of town, of and course. I decided to weird myself out. Of course. And think about dying a lot. <laughs> of course. So, it was, yeah, yeah, like it was, it like was pretty, do. it was pretty intense, but I loved it. Oh, and, and by the way, FBI, her name is Shmela Schmapcock. Um, right. Shmela. That's, that's I don't a, know how to a turn name. a computer on. I, I, I don't, I don't know how to turn a computer on. What are computers even? I don't know. We can um, edit that out anyway. Yeah, <laughs> um, right. I know. But yeah, I like a, I think I think Kayla was saying, like we're to the point now, uh, you know, there's almost too much content. You know, what I mean, with Netflix and Hulu and Amazon and you know Shutter, which is a hundred percent horror. I mean, you know, all the stuff still coming out in the theaters. It's almost like, you know, you, you, know, you got to just cut stuff and, and and get you know try to cover the important stuff. You know, um, so um, I think it's I think it's a testament to um, the fact that. You know, it's like we were saying, it's, it's not a wave. It never really went away, you know, so. Um, so cool. Um, does anybody have anything else? Um, we actually went longer than I thought we were going to on the first one. Because we're having so much fun. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Right. <laughs> well, I'll go ahead and say, um, I, th- I don't know if everyone knows this, but um, once this uh, the first episode goes live and we post it out on all the podcast stuff, um our handle is the same pretty much everywhere. So music city horror on Instagram, music city horror on Twitter. Um, we have a YouTube, but like you have to be subscribed for like three months and get like a, mm. a million followers. And then you can change that to YouTube slash music city horror. Um, there will be a Facebook page, music city horror, um, that will go live. Um, our website is music Um, we will, um, we even we're gonna have a phone number for you to call a six one five phone number, uh, which is a national number. So you'll be able to call and leave comments, and um, you know, if you want to cuss us out, that won't be nice. But if you want to, <laughs> we should, um, maybe we should add in too that you don't have to be in the Nashville area to oh, enjoy no, no. us. Um, you know, we, we, we accept everybody from everywhere. We're accepting applications from everywhere. Yes. But if you don't yeah. have anything nice to say, don't fucking say it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but we'll, we'll we'll put out the phone number probably on the next episode. And you know, if you want to leave show should show excuse me show suggestions, um, comments, you know, critiques, um, comment about our southern accents. Well, Scott doesn't like that. <laughs> right. Um, our southern draws. The southern draws. Um, 
all that good <laughs> stuff. Um, all that stuff is going to be live, you know, as soon as we get this first episode out. We kind of wanted to shake the cobwebs off and get familiar and actually for some of us meet each other because um, <laughs> we, uh, we've been playing like um, text tag yeah. for a little bit now. So, but um, yeah, so I guess if we don't have anything else, that's it. So this is the first episode. So thank you, hopefully, for tuning in and. Um, I guess hopefully we'll see you next week. What? Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>